This is Condi Gray, and you're listening to Psychedelic Soul with Jesse Delgado. Welcome to an extended special episode as we revisit the most significant concert in rock history, the three-day Woodstock Music and Art Fair. This occurred near Bethel, New York on August 15th through the 18th back in 1969. It was three days of peace and music and it became the most significant event of the counterculture. To the rest of the world, it was a significant sociological event in that Woodstock briefly became a microcosm of a society that could get along and function under some trying circumstances. Over 400,000 people showed their durability through food shortages, heavy rain, several drug overdoses, but they enjoyed the music and each other. The concert has been cited as one of the most important events in pop culture, thanks in part to the documentary film that featured the festival's difficult beginnings and its finest moments of performances by the artist. The film also featured interviews with members of the audience. In the film, some people expressed their enthusiasm for the show, while some gave greater insights to their generation's attitudes about drugs, the war, and other relevant topics. It's a fascinating document of a time and place when people's agenda was to have a good time and spread the good feelings of joy, love to everyone. This special will feature some of the highlights of the festival along with sound bites to capture the vibes and atmosphere of the show, uninterrupted. Now, the audio for the show will vary from great sounding digital files to some analog files that should certainly be remastered but I hope that doesn't take away from the ambience of the event for you. You can see the set list on the episode page of the podcast provider you're listening on, displays it, or you can see it on our Facebook page. So please sit back, relax, and transport yourselves back to 1969 as we participate in the observance of the most important concert in history. Let's go back to the garden. You're listening to Psychedelic Soul. Come 
I am really very much honored for having given this opportunity of opening this great, great music festival. America leads the whole world in several ways. Very recently when I was in the East, the grandson of Mahatma Gandhi met me and asked me what's happening in America. And I said, America is helping everybody in the material field through the sacred art of music. Let us find peace that will pervade all over the globe. Jennifer's heaven for Jenny yesterday Skin shining white as a dove Lying beside her and melted away Into a river of love Oh, I'm lost in a maze Counting the 
away, yeah Lost in the arms of a love So gentle and wild Jennifer's something you handle with care Fragile as crystals of glass Jennifer's lips are as soft as the air Kissing her here in the grass Oh, I'm lost in a maze Counting the ways that she smiles And time is slipping away yeah. Lost in the arms of her love so gentle and wild Jennifer's heaven for Jenny I'd stay Skin shining white as a dove Lying beside her I melted away Into a river of love into her river of love Into her river of love
Back to the, uh, the warning that I've received, you may take it with how many, however many grains of salt you wish, that the brown acid that is circulating around us is not specifically too good. Uh, it's suggested that you do stay away from that. Of course, it's your own trip, so be my guest, but uh, please be advised that there is a warning on that one, okay? About 30 hours at least. 30 hours straight? No naps? No naps. Are you on speed? No. <laughs> I'm not on anything. Blind Faith. Blind Faith is a groovy group. Like, wow, you wouldn't believe some of the kids that come in here. They're really spaced out. Last night, this cat, this cat comes in and he goes, um, if anger is red and envy is green, what color is jealousy? And I mean, like, he's really spaced out. And, like, you just don't go around fucking people's heads up when they're spaced out. So I go, like, uh, black, right? Because jealousy's poison. He goes, yeah, but it's got to be... He goes, yeah, but it's got to be something else than that. And I go, green, because after all, jealousy is like envy, right? Except that envy is over things and jealousy over people. And a lot of people treat other people as, you know, things. And he goes, wow, groovy. And he walks off. And, like, I never saw the cat. Another cat comes up and he asks me to tell him about his wild eyes. His wild eyes. Did he have wild eyes? Yeah, he was speeding. It's really groovy. And like all the people that come up here asking, you know, for the if we can page their freaked out friends. I mean, like right now, I'm missing my sister. Like I lost her. She was on um, Mass. And like I lost her during Richie Haven's performance. I don't. And like you know, like I got her tickets home. Like I haven't seen her since. You know. Sure she is. It's just that I'd like to see her, you know, so I can get home in time, because, like, she's got to be back Monday for court. You know, otherwise, you know, I wouldn't care. Otherwise, I'd probably let her hitch home.
touch my back if you please, Mr. Customs Man. how many people there are, man. Like I was rapping to the fuzz. <laughs> right? Can you dig it? Man, there's supposed to be a million and a half people here by tonight. Can you dig that? New York State Thruway is closed, man. <laughs> yeah, it's far out, man. A lot of freaks. <laughs> Strong man, Uncle Sam, need your help again. Got himself in a terrible jam. Way down yonder in Vietnam. Put down your books and pick up a gun. We're gonna have a whole lot of fun. And it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. The next stop is Vietnam. And it's five, six, seven. Open up the pearly gates. Well, there ain't no time to wonder why. We're all gonna die. Come on, Wall Street, don't be slow. I man, this is war a go-go. There's plenty good money to be made. Supplying the army with the tools of the trade. Just hope and pray that if they drop the bomb, they're dropping on the Viet Cong. And it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. The next stop is Vietnam. And it's five, six, seven. Open up the pearly gates. Well, I ain't no time to wonder why We're all gonna die Now come on, generals, let's move fast Your big chance is here at last Now you can go out and get those reds Cause the only good commie is one that's dead And you know that peace can only be won When you're blowing them all the kingdom come Sing it! One, two, three What are we fighting for? People, I don't know how you 
expect to ever stop the war if you can't sing any better than that. There's about 300,000 of you fuckers out there. I want you to start singing. Come on. And it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. The next stop is Vietnam. And it's five, six, seven. Open up the curly gates. Well, I Boys off to Vietnam. Come on, fathers, don't hesitate. The second son's off before it's too late. Be the first one on your block. Have your boy come home in the box. All right. One, two, three. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. The next stop is Vietnam. And it's five, six, seven. What the Think about it. Well, the way I look at it, uh, like, I've known Jerry for what four or five, six months now. When he moved into like the family group that I was or that I already knew for quite a while, and then uh, that time I got to know him real well, and I learned to love him, and um, like you know we ball and everything. But like, it's, it's like it's really pretty good thing because like I have plenty, there's plenty of freedom because like we're not going together and we're not in love or anything like that, you know. Like, um, can you communicate with your parents? I can communicate with them on, on one level, and that now I've been away from home for two years, and at first it was very rough. Now, um, they, you know, they're beginning to mellow about it, you know, and like it's not so hard on them that I'm the way I am. But I can't really communicate to them about anything that's really important because they just could not understand it. Like, my mother's really really uh, lives in a lot of pain because she's sure I'm going to go to hell and there's nothing I can do to tell her that, you know, there's, that it just doesn't exist for me, you know. So I, there's no communication on those levels. My, my father once asked me whether I was in a communist training camp or something in, in the house that I lived in. And, uh, you know, like I could understand, you know, where he's coming from because when he, well, he's an immigrant, you know, and so he came over here to better himself economically and socially and all that other mm -hmm. that. But, um, make it better for me and he can't understand why i didn't play you know so, you know he's saying you know why aren't you playing the game you know uh you know here's all this opportunity here's here are all these things which have so much value but they only have value to him and he can't understand why they don't have value to me but then again he does have wisdom enough to you know allow me to be who i am and you know he's just i guess he he has some kind of idea in his head you know that i i will by by doing what I, i'm doing learn for myself how to live and that's what he wants me to do anyway so, you know, he, he can't understand why I'm the way I am, but he, he very much wants me to be that way because that, he knows that's the only thing for me. Ladies and gentlemen, to begin, you please greet very warmly with us, Mountain.
gentlemen, Santana. people from the Bay Area, we're real LSD freaks. The stuff that they're passing out here today uh, may or may not be LSD, but there's a chance that you won't have a very good trip. Now what you're supposed to do after you know that is you're supposed to stop taking it. I am informed that somebody somewhere is giving out some flat blue acid. <laughs> it is poison. It's deadly serious, man. Be cool. Those yeah. of you who have 
partaken of the green acid, if you would, as soon as convenient, please go to the hospital tent. There is someone giving out some flat blue acid. It is poison. There are 15 people who are very ill from it. How are you all, how, I mean, uh, how are you out there? Are you, are you okay? You're not, uh, yeah, you're staying stoned and you got enough water and you got a place to sleep and everything. What does that mean? <laughs> because... You know, because we ought to, all of us, you know, I don't mean to be preachy, but we ought to remember, and that means promoters too, that music's for grooving, man, and music's not for putting yourself through bad changes. You know, I mean, you don't have to go take anybody's shit, man, just to like music. You know what I mean? You don't. So, uh, 
So if you're getting more shit than you deserve, you know what to do about it. Yeah.
from now on. That doesn't mean that anything goes. What that means is we're going to put the music up here for free. Now, let's face the situation. We've had thousands and thousands of people come here today. Many, many more than we knew or even dreamt or thought would be possible. We're going to need each other to help each other to work this out because we're taxing the systems that we have set up. We're going to be bringing the food in. But the one major thing you have to remember tonight when you go back up in the woods to go to sleep or if you stay here is that the man next to you is your brother. And you damn well better treat each other that way because if they don't, then we blow the whole thing. But we've got it right there.
laid them all But I ain't seen nothing like him In any amusement hall That death of a black kid Sure plays me pinball Counts as small, left death on black kid. Sure, please be pinball. He's a pinball wizard, has to be a twist. A pinball wizard's got such a Tilts it all, then left on a blanket.
you. Good. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. We like to play a song which kind of is our. We knew we were going to come back and do it. And this is a. Yeah, sorry. Uh, this is kind of our hymn. It's a song about you and me. We're getting a bit old now. A song called My Generation.
Good morning. What we have in mind is breakfast in bed for 400,000. Now, it's not going to be steak and eggs or anything, but it's going to be good food and we're going to get it to you. It's not just a hog farm either. It's like the Ojai Mountain family and the pranksters and everybody else that has volunteered and put in their time into the free kitchens. In fact, it's everybody. We're all feeding each other. We must be in heaven, man. There is always a little bit of heaven in a disaster area. So if you want to make it back to your campsites, we'll try and get the food to you. Or if you're staying here, we'll try and get the food to you. Now, there's a guy up there, some hamburger guy, that had his stand burned down last night. But he's still got a little stuff left. And for you people that still believe that, you know, capitalism isn't that weird, you might help him out and buy a couple of hamburgers. Okay. Okay, here it comes. Mess call. All right, friends, you have seen the heavy groups. Now you will see morning maniac music. Believe me.
Now, I've had a talk, had a chance to talk to a couple of people. There's so many of us come out and so many people on their way that we really are over the saturation point. What I said earlier is sort of doubly true. Tonight, I think some of you may be able to find some way into part of the woods. I think the woods and the campgrounds and pretty much everything are pretty full. So maybe if you want to, the smartest thing would be to stay right where you are. But just remember, the things that are set up to make this thing work, as much as and as well as we've been pretty lucky with the rain today, things like fences and roads and things like that, they're easy things to take care of. You probably notice the fences aren't too high. We never meant them to be 12 feet high and have a guy stationed every five feet. That wasn't what this whole thing was about. So tonight, the big thing you can do to help us, the big thing that all of us can hang together with is, number one, stay off the roads, please. If you want to walk somewhere and there isn't really much of a place to walk anywhere, if you want to walk somewhere, please stay in the roadbed. The vehicle traffic is the only way we're going to be able to get food and water and the things that we need in. It's the only way we're going to be able to keep it going and keep it in one piece. And we can do that because you proved it today that we can keep just about anything in one piece. So if everybody hangs together with the funny little things like the fences down here, which aren't to keep you out, but to keep the way so that the technicians can get up and get everything set up and that we can move the performers. If you can respect the things when you're buying things and the concessions, which you have been doing, you know, if everybody just figures, this isn't the Woodstock music and art fair. This is your fair, man. Each one of you is a piece of this thing. It's been that way for a long time. I don't know what started, I don't know how it got going, but this is not for producers or 30 acts or anything else. It's all you funny people. There's one thing that I keep hearing pieces about, and there's one thing I can ask you and I can ask you personally or any other way. There is a bit of acid sickness going around. There's somebody out there. There's something. You don't need that. Let's not pass anything to anybody else tonight. Let's just hang together. Anything that could be dangerous, let's just forget about it. Let's just make the festival, not the other stuff. With all of this, ain't nothing can make you high as this.
Get you one more time.
Oscar. Find some place where I can lay my head. Yeah, hey, Mister, can you tell me where the man found the baby? He just grinned and shook my hand. No was all he said. Take a load off, Fanny. Take a load for free.
What have you got to lose? Tuesday morning Please be gone, I'm tired of you What have you got to lose? I tell it like it is Listen to the baby It's my heart
look at it. This is the beginning of this kind of thing. Oh, this kind of thing? We have to see Jab here, Jab, this culture and this generation away from the old culture and the older generations, you know, and you see how they function on their own. Without cops, without guns, without clubs, without hats, everybody pulls together and everybody helps each other. And it works. It's been working since we got here. And it's going to continue working. No matter what happens when they go back to the city, this thing has happened. And it proves that it can happen. It was, that's just, that's what it's all about, you know? That's the whole thing right there. Was this, was this... Uh, Mr. Cornfield, was this a, a financial success from the point of view of the fellows who put it on? Sort of a financial disaster. A financial disaster. Why do you say that? We just open the gates and let everybody in. It's a free festival. It's a free festival paid for by the people who put up the money. Uh, the people that are going to have to pay it back. <laughs> um, paid for by the people the who, people bought, who the bought the tickets. The 200,000 people, of which probably I don't know how many of them even got here. Uh, no, this was paid for by by all the people that brought it, by all the people that had the thoughts that put it to the point to get us in a position to just be a to just be a tool like a, a, a vehicle like everybody else just to get it to this point. You're in the red. Oh, the company. Oh, like financially, if you, it's hard to think on those terms when you're talking about something like this. Uh, financially, this is a disaster. You, but you look so happy. Uh, look happy. what you got there, man. You couldn't buy that for anything. Sure. This is really beautiful, right? These people are communicating with each other. That, that rarely happens anywhere anymore. Right. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with tangible things. You know, like, you know, you have to realize the turn of that I've gone through in the last in the last three days, in the last three million years, you know, that I, meaning us, all of us. What do you mean the turnabout in the last three days? Well, look, to, just to see, just to really realize what's really important. What's really important, the fact that, that if we can't all live together and be happy, if you have to be afraid to walk out in the street, if you have to be af afraid to smile at somebody, right? Well, what, what, what kind of a way is that to go through this life? Thank you very much for good night.
were the sights and sounds of the Woodstock Music and Art Fair. Thank you for taking this journey back with us to this great event and this very extended special episode. You can find the set list at our Facebook page and leave a comment on the episode post. We will likely never see anything like that ever again. Join us again for a new episode and take a look at previous episodes on our back catalog of shows. I'm sure there'll be something there you'll like. Now let's get back to the festival for a final word. I wish you all peace, love, and empathy with many good times ahead. You're listening to Psychedelic Soul. A rock music festival that drew hundreds of thousands of young people to a dairy farm in White Lake, New York over the weekend came to an end today. And we have a report from Richard O'Brien. They listened for three days, and today they sounded the retreat and headed for home. The sponsors said it was going to be three days of peace and music. It was that all right, and much more. Estimates of the crowd ranged up to more than 300,000, and it was that size that caused most of the trouble. That and the rainstorms that turned the big dairy meadow into a mud farm. The big problem was that no one, no one, had even the slightest notion that they would come in such numbers. Today, wearied but still light of heart, they huddled their masses and set out for home. And they headed in every direction. As one official pointed out, with 300,000 people, you are not dealing with just a crowd, but virtually a city. And as a city, it had city problems. One youngster died of a suspected overdose of heroin. Eighty others were arrested on drug charges. Another boy killed when the driver of a tractor failed to see him inside a sleeping bag. One of the promoters says he wouldn't try this again unless he could rent the Grand Canyon. He may have to. Already there are threats of lawsuits from local business people who called it a disgrace. The kids said it was just great. And so, it's all over, except for the massive cleanup job that remains. The Woodstock Music and Art Fair, having done its thing, quietly folds its tent and steals away. Till another day.
Richard O'Brien, CBS News, White Lake, New York. In a minute, we'll have CBS News correspondent John Lawrence with an analysis of the White Lake phenomenon. What happened at White Lake this weekend may have been more than an uncontrolled outpouring of hip young people, struggling as they did to survive. First, the 20-mile traffic jams and five-mile hikes. Then the intense heat and sudden rain, the thirst and hunger from the shortage of water and food, just for the opportunity to spend a few days in the country getting stoned on their drugs and grooving on the music. What happened at White Lake was that hundreds of thousands of kids invaded a rural resort area totally unprepared to accommodate them, among adults who resent and reject their youthful style of life, and that somehow, by nature of old-fashioned kindness and caring, both groups came together in harmony and good humor, and all of them learned from the experience. For adults who were there, it was a revelation in human understanding. They had not been aware, as the kids are, of the gentle nature of young people to one another. These long-haired, mostly white kids in their blue jeans and sandals were no wide-eyed anarchists looking for trouble. Despite the overt appeals for violence by the few political radicals among the crowd, they remained polite, passive, and finally, as the area was saturated, helpless. At that point, the residents of the area, learning of the emergency, began to respond. Housewives handed out hot coffee to stranded youngsters who had not eaten in days. Catholic nuns passed around sandwiches made by Jewish mothers. And the police, many of them from the violent precincts of New York City, invoked the law of practicality and allowed the kids the freedom to take their drugs in public. So many people were smoking pot, the police explained, there were not enough jails to hold them. A situation to remind an older generation of conditions 35 years ago under which alcohol was legalized. So that what was learned at White Lake was not that hundreds of thousands of people can paralyze an area and break the law, but that in an emergency at least, people of all ages are capable of compassion. And while such a spectacle may never happen again, it has recorded the growing proportions of this youthful culture in the mind of adult America. Walter? And that's the way it is, Monday, August 18th, 1969. This is Walter Cronkite, CBS News. Good night. discovered a new reality, and uh, some people are still sort of confident about the future, that uh, we too are, you know. Uh, everybody's talking about all the the way it's going and the decadence and the, the rest of it, but nobody's really, not many people are noticing all the good that came out of the last 10 years, which is the, the moratorium and the, the vast gathering of people in uh, Woodstock, which is the biggest mass of people ever gathered together for anything other than war before. No, nobody had that big an army that didn't kill somebody or have some kind of... Uh, you know, violent scene like the Romans or whatever. And even the uh, Beatle concert was more violent than that, you know, and that was just 50,000. And so the good things that came out were all this fast, peaceful movement, you know.
Strong!